You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Hello, friends. Spencer Holbrook here. That's the 40-year vet, Tim May. Uh, Ohio State in Wisconsin, 7:30 in the Horseshoe on Saturday night. Tim, ABC. Uh, but for now, it's Wednesday, and we are inside the Woody Hayes Athletic Center uh, talking to Ohio State players, talking to uh, some coaches as they walk off the field, uh, getting a sense of where the mindset of this program is as it heads into a matchup against Wisconsin, Tim, that is becoming more interesting by the day. Um, first thoughts after hearing from Tommy Eikenberg, Steel Chambers, Cade Stover, Luke Whipler, among other Buckeyes today here on the turf inside the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. It's a battle of heavyweights, you know, and I covered boxing a long time ago. And just because it's a battle of heavyweights doesn't mean the two heavyweights are equal, but this is more of like personnel they're going to be going against. I think they understand that. Uh, Luke Whipler, you know, when I was asking him about this test once again for this offensive line, you know, the way they jumped into the eye last week, it just shoved uh, uh, Toledo around to a certain extent. I mean, teams really, really enjoy doing things like that. You didn't all, you know, you don't always shove them all the way back, but you have that uh, that mindset. But that's what you need when you go against a Wisconsin. So uh, the the gist I get from just talking to these guys just today, the guys we just talked about, is they feel like they're up to this physical challenge that's coming. Uh, that doesn't mean they're, you know, they're a, they're a big favorite for a reason. Ohio State is. They've got an explosive offense. Uh, and they have a, a newfound faith in their running game. And of course, defensively, anybody can see the difference between this time and a year ago. Uh, but with that said, I think they're looking forward to putting on video once again, where they think they've really made strides uh, from a year ago in their physical, their ability to stop a physical running team. Uh, we'll see if that happens in their ability to, to uh, get into a shoving match with a physical defense. And uh, Luke Whipler, those guys running down the line, I think they're they're eager to get on with this test. Yeah, Tim, and, and I think that, that this team is starting to prove some of those characteristics that are needed to be a tough physical team in the Big Ten. Um, simply put, they, they just weren't that last year. And you saw it even against a team like Oregon, who's not as physically demanding as a team like Michigan, who is not as physically demanding as a team like Alabama or Georgia or you know even a couple other teams around the country. Uh, you know, th this is a team that has a lot to prove. I asked Tommy Eikenberg on the other side of the ball if they're starting to show what they wanted to in the offseason. He said, no, they're not close. And then I asked him about the Jim Knowles challenge from yesterday that we talked about a little bit on our video, the practice report yesterday. Uh, you know, and he, he said kind of the same thing. Yes, that is a challenge. We need to be better. Uh, yeah. So this offense knows that it's more physical. They're yeah. not denying it. And that's the fun part of that I think is here for Ohio State right now is they know that they're more physical, but they're not physical enough. You know, you know how you judge a defense, bottom line, judge a defense? How many points did you give up from one game to the next? Too you can, many on Saturday. You can, look, you can look really good doing all these kind of different things. Jim Knowles will be the first guy to tell you 21 points is a lot of points to give up. And, uh, you know, and really the point situation is trending in the wrong direction from 10 to 12 to 21. And uh, several 
just uh, over-the-top big plays kept Toledo viable in that game from the standpoint of offensively. They did have some success. And I think they felt pretty good about some of the things they did against Ohio State's defense. Uh, with that said, though, uh, you know, don't don't get into a uh, don't get into warfare with a team with a team that has a, a powerful jet force like Ohio State has got. You <laughs> yeah. know, and that's where uh, Toledo paid the price. But the bottom line is, yeah, Jim knows was the first to say he took he took uh, uh, responsibility for some of those uh, plays where uh, uh, the. The Toledo quarterback, Daquan Finn, got broke contained, whatever, and we talked about that obviously yesterday. But there are all these little things where they can get better and they know it. You know, depending on which player you talk to, it's really funny because one might one might indicate, well, last year wasn't so bad, you know, and yeah, it wasn't so bad about in about eleven in about eleven, ten or eleven games, but it was pretty bad against Oregon. <laughs> it was pretty bad against uh, Michigan, without a doubt. And it was pretty bad in the first half against Utah. I'm talking about from a defensive standpoint. Uh, they feel like they've got that straightened out, but you know that's why I'm looking forward to watching this game, do they? Uh, this is not the same Wisconsin, or at least on when you watch them on video, they don't appear to be exactly the same Wisconsin offense that a lot of people are used to, that just lines up and kind of runs the ball down your throat and plays, you know, throws play action, et cetera. They get in the, in, in the shotgun a lot, this new, this new look team uh, with Bobby Ingram as their offensive coordinator. I think they, they've got some pretty nice variety to their offense, you know. And of course, that, that young running back, uh, Braylon Allen, where you give him you give him a little slip and he will go. I mean, he's a big back who uh, likes to run. So yes, this is a great test for this defense. Yeah, Tim, and I think that's the interesting thing about this matchup with Wisconsin is everybody thinks that this is uh, lined up in the eye or line up with a single back with two tight ends and Wisconsin's gonna run at you and you better stop it. That's not really what this Wisconsin offense is wanting to do anymore. Um, they want, of course, they wanna have that. Yes. Because they always will have that because they're Wisconsin. And as long as Barry Alvarez is alive, I think that is a prerequisite at Wisconsin. Yeah, but, uh, but, but, but they had such, such success with that. Yes. They just did, it just didn't take them to all the way to the promised land. Yeah. You know, that's the problem. But now, uh, as college football evolves, even a school like Wisconsin has to evolve. We've seen what happened with Iowa. If you don't evolve, you're going to get left behind. And Iowa's offense has been left behind uh, in the days of, of Hayden Fry or even Newt Rockney. Uh, you know, wh whereas Wisconsin's offense is now starting to become what looks like a bit of a modern power college football offense. And uh, yeah. it, it's interesting to see the way Ohio State's going to defend this because you do have to defend for that Wisconsin power game, uh, maybe with another linebacker on the field. But you also have to understand that out of that power game, they run some of those different different things. And I think that's really the focus right now. You heard Steel Chambers. You heard Tommy Eckenberg. They know this is a challenge. This isn't uh, just, you know, a battle of physical toughness and who's going to you know, own the line of scrimmage, that's obviously important. Yes. But they know that it's a challenge because their eyes could be deceived here, uh, their instincts could be thrown off from what they're used to with Wisconsin. So this is a different bit of a challenge compared to normal when facing a Wisconsin offense, especially a Paul Chris offense. Yeah, and the bottom line, see, Wisconsin's gone about it backwards compared to a lot of other teams. And by the way, Hayden Fry is one of the more creative offensive coaches ever. Uh, I mean, when he was at SMU, they threw the ball all over the place. When he was at Iowa, he would have one game plan for the first half and a second game plan for the second half. I mean, he was quite creative from a in the passing game. I mean, they had some great quarterbacks there who played under him and stuff. And I know you didn't mean that as a slight uh, lumping in with Newt Rockney, who also was creative. Uh, he helped bring in 
uh, he and Gus Duras or whatever his name were, was helped bring in the forward pass to major college football way back in the teens, 19 teens. So, uh, but with that said, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of like, are you a standard bread or are you a thoroughbred? When you're a standard bread, you, you can do line up and do things methodically and get them done, you know, the right way and stuff. But to get you over the top, you're going to need that little frill. You know, you're going to need to be able to throw the ball in certain situations. It, it would behoove you to throw the ball on first down on occasion and stuff. You know that, so you evolve this away. But but you've got a lot of spread teams now, and Ohio State is one of them, by the way, that kind of lost a little bit of a touch the last couple of years with the power running game. Now they're trying to get that back into their offense. They I think they have incorporated it quite well. But you, against today's modern defenses, like we're talking about, Jim knows 425, well, it's designed to kind of cover the waterfront, both, both from a power and a, a spread situation. But there's always going to be a weakness in any kind of defense that's designed a little bit more for this than it is for that. And that's why Wisconsin, you know, I've always thought, like, if they could just get a decent passing game to go with that running game, they would be a force to behold. And uh, I don't think they're there yet uh, with this with this little bit of a revamp look, I think their offensive line is still a work in progress, which I think is really going to tell the tale on Saturday. Yeah. But they're trying to get there. Yeah, and that's what the important thing is for them is they're trying to get there. Ohio State's going to try to stop them from getting there uh, again on Saturday night in the Horseshoe at 730. Um, one of the things I wanted to chat about, Tim, here on the practice report, presented by Buyers Auto, uh, by the way, uh, Buyers Auto, the best place to buy a new or used car, easy for me to say, in Central Ohio, uh, is Cade Stover. I'd like to talk about him a little bit because that touch pass from C.J. Stroud over the middle, over a few uh, Toledo defenders, was one of the better C.J. Stroud throws that I've seen. Uh, it didn't go for a touchdown, Tim, but it was a sight to behold um, as it was in the air and as it was going into the mitts of Cade Stover. I asked Kate about that, and he kind of scoffed a little bit, laughed at me, uh, not at me, but you know, laughed a little bit, and then said, uh, I think he said something to the tune of, he's the best player with the ball I've ever seen come through here. And then he said, and that includes Justin, that includes other guys that Kate has seen, Justin Fields, that is. Um, I think as you get into the meat of this schedule and the meat of this season, uh, C.J. Stroud's last hoorah at Ohio State, uh, presumably, you're starting to see a appreciation for just what C.J. Stroud is able to do with the football. Marvin Harrison talks about it. Uh, Jackson Smith and Jigba talks about it. Emeka Abuka has talked about it now. Um, Julian Fleming talked about C.J. on Saturday night after the game, and now you hear that that highest of high praise from Cade Stover. Ryan Day's even alluded to it that you know he's a really talented player, but he's trying to keep his nose to the grindstone too. I mean, yeah, you know, oh yeah, everybody wants to heap the praise on him big time as this season goes. He's the Heisman Trophy favorite for a reason, but but even C.J. Stroud wants to keep his nose to the grindstone, etc. I mean, that's what stands out about him more than anything. I mean, it reminded me of Justin Fields. You could see him get better from week to week, sometimes from series to series. And you can see C.J. Stroud doing exactly the same thing. Yep. Uh, with that said, that pass he threw to Cade over the middle in that old seam route, uh, the best way I explained it was it looked like he almost reached out and handed Cade the ball 35 yards away or 30 yards away. It was it was beautiful. Just like a couple of those passes he threw over defenders. On the, that, that's special stuff, man. Uh, and then Cade, you know, obviously had that one little – the pass he couldn't quite get in the end zone, you know, but uh, yep. uh, out of the eye formation, as a matter of fact, I believe, believe. Uh, I mean, just what a night it was and what a display by uh, C.J. Stroud against Toledo. 
this week's game offers a total different challenge because Wisconsin is going to try to make this a physical game. They are going to try to get to C.J. Stroud and rough him up for one of another term because every team tries to affect the quarterback physically and mentally. Uh, and if you can do both, man, you got something going on. And they all know that. And uh, that's why they want their running game on point. It kind of when you get to uh, get to these battles of heavyweights, it reminds me of when I, like I said, when I covered boxing, which team is more accurate? Which team is throwing the more accurate punches? You know, when when Buster Douglas beat Mike Tyson, he was so on point it was ridiculous with his with his punches. I mean, from an accuracy standpoint, and it paid off as the fight went on. The fifth round was the tell. I mean, it was like wow. Buster Douglas to control this fight as long as he doesn't do something stupid. Same thing with Ohio State. And the great thing for Ohio State, I think, going into this game is they didn't play three rummy dummies in a row in pre-conference. They played Notre Dame in the opener, a physical team that was fired up to come in and show their physical and take on Ohio State in Ohio Stadium. And the last 20 minutes of that game, Ohio State dominated. Yep. On both sides of the ball, dominated. It was not a C.J. Stroud aerial show. It was a, there were some great passes thrown by C.J. Stroud during that time, but Trevion Henderson and Mayan Williams running the ball was what really set that apart. And they just physically shoved Notre Dame out of Ohio Stadium, 21 to 10. That wasn't good enough for some people, but in my opinion, the last 20 minutes told you a lot about this football team and how far it's come from January 1. Yeah, and, and so as you look forward, Tim, I'm not sure if we're going to see the aerial show, as you like to say, from C.J. Stroud on Saturday because I think Ohio State will want to make sure that any questions about its physicality are, are short up. Yeah, but you know what? They don't – this is funny. I mean, you and I, you know, we're, we're, this is give and take. This isn't me not liking no, you. This I, is absolutely. give and take. Absolutely. Uh, Ryan Day wants to get touchdowns however he can get them. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the coinage in a game like this. Score touchdowns, not field goals. And if they give you an easy pass or they give you a shot at an easy one, you go take it. Forget about establishing your physicality, you know what I mean, one way or the other. You can do that as the game goes on. Yeah, they would like to come out of this game with everybody going, wow, you know, this high State team is pretty damn physical. But the only way they're going to do that is just line up and do it. You know, it's not – it's – you can have that as maybe uh, a goal, so to speak, but you've still got to line up and do it, you know. And that's – that's where I think people kind of lose sight of the thing is you you want to go in and you just want to score touchdowns as fast as possible, whether it's every every two seconds like it seemed the other night against Toledo or every 20 minutes like it was against Notre Dame. I just, Tim, you always know that I bring this up. I just remember back to that 2019 Penn State game where we stood on this field all week and asked about Ohio State's physicality. Yeah. And what did Ryan Day do? He got the ball in the eight-yard line to start the game because of a, a, a kickoff gone, back, gone awry got the ball in the eight-yard line, and had 92 rushing yards at the end of that drive, and Ohio State was up 7 nothing. Yeah. And you said, well, the physicality question is over. So yeah. there is a Ryan Day in – there is a part of Ryan Day that wants to establish physicality, whether that means oh, yeah. a 12-play, 92-yard drive to open, open the action, or one play, 75 yards, and C.J. Stroud over the top. And no matter how they score, they want to score, but – establishing a tone for a game is important, especially in a game like this. Yeah. You know, does Ohio State take the ball again? That'd be interesting if they if they want to establish that dominance again. Something, you know, just there are there are tells from Ryan Day. Maybe it's not yeah. a certain thing, but there are tells that tell me, you know, this is where he wants to be dominant. This is where he wants to establish a physicality, establish that line of scrimmage. There, there are just some tells in his game. Yeah. 
And he had a young quarterback back then named yeah. Justin Fields who, you know, you don't want to put too much on his shoulders in a situation like that backed up and stuff. I'm talking about that uh, Penn State game. Uh, and then on top of that, nothing changes a boxing match, a heavyweight boxing match. Nothing changes it basically to you in your direction than body blows. If you can land body blows, and yeah, there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot of correlation between boxing and, and football because you know, you ask Paris Johnson Jr. and all these other guys who are playing on the lines, that's a boxing match every every 25 seconds. You're going after a guy physically and stuff. So, yeah, but who, you know, who knows what they're going to do on Saturday night, right? I mean, I think they're going to they're going to score the surest way, the quickest way, uh, try to get a lead and hang on to it. That's always the game plan. Well, Tim, I know what we will be doing on Saturday night. We will be in the nice air-conditioned press box. It is a hot one in here. I asked, I actually said something to Ryan Day after practice, and he said, "How you doing, Coach?" And he said, "I'm hot." Yeah, it's hot out. But today. it's the last one. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's fall probably, is coming tomorrow. It's and, probably the last time. Uh, temperature day. wise, but you know, like I said, you know what Tim and I will be doing on Saturday night? We'll be in the press box, uh, watching Ohio State and Wisconsin at 7:30 inside the Horseshoe. If you can't make it out to the Horseshoe, uh, check ABC. I think the game will be there. Uh, this has been a practice sport presented by Buyers Auto, the best place to buy a new or used car in Central Ohio. That's the 40-year vet, Tim May. I'm just Spencer Holbrook. Uh, we will see you on Saturday inside the Horseshoe for Ohio State and Wisconsin.